0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believe to You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. And today's guest is actually a relative of ours. Uh, he's a cousin, second cousin. He's my dad's cousin's son. He's my dad's aunt's grandchild. So second cousin, I guess. Uh, we're, we're Hispanic, we're Mexican, you know, so deal with it uh his name is Ernesto but we call him or I've always known him as Manny so Manny would you like to introduce yourself a little bit more
1: hey guys so uh, like Eric said you know we're Mexican we're all related in some weird way uh and yeah I got lost a little bit I'm like so he's my cousin because of his dad and then my grandma and I'm like okay we'll figure it out it's okay yeah (laughs) um Let's see. Uh I am married. I have two little girls. They're both under two, so I don't sleep. Yeah. So that's cool. <laughs> oh man. Um, but I just started listening to this podcast like maybe two months ago. And I started from the beginning and I'm like, okay, I'm only on like episode forty or something. So I'm like
0: holy shit, dude. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's,
2: that's pretty, pretty impressive. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate I just,
1: it. Yeah, I just listened to it during work. I mean, I love it. I love what you guys do. Oh, thank Thank you, man.
0: Yeah, so the way that happened was he, uh, on Facebook, he was like, hey, do you guys have any, you know, podcasts, you know, that you think I should listen to? I was like, as a matter of fact, I do have a podcast I think you should listen to. And uh, yeah, so, you know, he told me he was going to give it a listen. And I know he said that, I don't know if you want to bring this up or we can always cut it, but I know he mentioned he wanted to start his own podcast as well. So.
2: He oh, was asking me some, that
0: too, yeah. yeah. He was asking me some questions, and I was like, "Yeah, sure." And then he told me he actually had some some stories. I was like, "Well, do you want to come on the show? Because we're always down to have you know people to talk to. We love hearing people's stories." And uh, yeah, so that's that's how we we're here right now. And
2: now he's here. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> So we always ask our guest, uh, what was your very first paranormal experience that you can remember?
1: Uh, so I have my handy dandy little outline here because awesome. I have the attention span of a squirrel. Um, but my earliest recollection, I was maybe like eight, nine. Um, and it was what we know in the home is the Vreeland house because that's the street it was on. Oh, okay. Um, and there is this... um. There's this little boy in the house. Oh, jeez. Okay. And like, he he was he was kind of chill at first, um, cause like it was just me and then my brother who was like two, so there's a huge gap. Um, but like the boy didn't like play with me or anything. It would just always be down the, the hallway staring at me.
2: Nope.
1: Oh God. Right. No. And like yeah. it would only be like at night or when it was darker. And like I was like okay maybe I'm just crazy but no like as time went on I could see him better and he would just slowly get closer over time whenever I saw him and like I remember like one of the biggest moments was just um waking up in the middle of night like I felt someone touch my leg or something no and I got up and he was just standing
0: in the corner watching Uh, Jesus so okay so you, you yeah you're, you're seeing him I, I mean i don't know if there's more but i have to ask real quick just so as you're seeing him like as you're seeing him more often are you starting to get comfortable with seeing him or does it like every time you see him does it freak you out
1: so it's kind of weird because like at first i was like what's a weird ass kid doing in here yeah um but no it got worse over time like at first it was just weird and then it turned into like uh you know that like I always call it like that caveman fear, like that mm. raw fear, like primal fear,
2: fear. Mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah. Like that's what it turned into. Um, and like, just for context, like my my family was just going through a really dark, difficult time. I mean, my dad was on the road all the time, so I didn't really see him, and my mom mm-hmm. was going through like uh, like a h- extreme depression, mm-hmm. and so she just ended up watching horror movies all the oh. time,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I. That's how I got introduced into horror movies, and I love them now, so I, I don't know what that means, but
2: <laughs>
1: um, but the thing is, it's like, there's a ton of events that happen at the Reland house, mm-hmm. but none of us in the family knew we each had experienced yeah. something until I was mm. like maybe 16 or 17 when we talked about it. Wow.
2: Yeah. it's how it always goes, I feel like. Yeah. No one talks about it when it's happening until you're older, and then it's like, so, did anything weird ever happen? It's like, actually, and then it all comes out like floodgates. But I mean, yeah, well,
0: that, I mean, huh? No, I was just gonna say, because that's kind of what happened with us, too. Is like, yeah.
2: Well, and, and I wanted to ask with a guy or with a kid, I, you mentioned that as you got older, you were able to see him better. Like, was he more transparent, sort of, or like shadowy, or when? you first started seeing him and then just got crystal clear like how what what was that difference other than him obviously being closer to you
1: right so like it was kind of weird because at first he was kind of like um i don't want to say transparent but it was kind of more like shadowish like you can tell Mm. it was an outline of a little kid
0: Mm. and over
1: time like you could actually see like no that's a kid i can tell very definitively and um the crazy thing is though, is that as time went on and I started feeling worse and worse about that kid mm-hmm. um to the point that I actually woke up to scratches on my back once oh, mm-hmm. um his like appearance started changing mm-hmm. where he started getting taller but wow. like I'm getting dis- like bumps
2: yeah, yeah I'm getting chills <laughs> on my fucking leg Jeez.
1: like disproportionately taller like um have you guys ever seen one of the Annabelle movies where, like,
2: I was just about to bring that up. Yes, okay, go. <laughs> when, like, the, yeah, when he's we're holding like, it,
1: it, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and it just like grows and. Okay, Wait, so which
0: movies? Annabelle.
1: The Annabelle movies. Oh,
0: Annabelle! Annabelle. Okay, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. With the doll. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Now I got. Yeah. It. Okay. Uh, yeah, those muñecas. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. Yeah, no, no. yeah, those two. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, no, like. It, it slowly grew over time. Well, I mean, it was just like tall and menacing. And it was just like, eventually it was just really tall and it turned into a straight shadow mm-hmm. that was in the corners.
0: Yeah. Wow. I, I mean, the reason I had asked if, uh, you know, like if you had gotten comfortable, obviously not, with him over time was like maybe as you got more comfortable, he was more comfortable being more visible. But now I'm wondering if it was like, over time if there was more like if there was more i gotta stop saying like if there's more negativity or more just you know if he was feeding off of some sort of energy like that was helping him you know
2: grow and get bigger grow, right. get
0: stronger yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and like uh, no
1: no it d- definitely makes sense because i didn't know this at the time but later on i found out as he progressively i would call getting stronger mm mm-hmm. it that little boy appeared to my mom too. Hmm. But it kept getting closer to my mom and she was just in a state where she goes like, oh, it's a kid that needs help, that needs yeah. nurturing. Mm-hmm. And like it drew clo- closer to her and I grew further from my mom just because that boy was always around her,
0: hmm. like See, around
1: it, her bedroom.
2: Yeah, and I was about to say that too, is like, well, when we got full body chills and you're like, oh, he got bigger, I was like, okay, confirmed that was some sort of like demon sort of thing because i mean and i'm not one to throw away like oh yeah that's a a demon all the time but But
0: some sort of like negative energy yeah like like,
2: i mean powerful negative energy um Mm -hmm. because oh no i forgot where i was gonna go at that point um his mom oh no sorry but no that because like yeah usually negative entities like that are gonna come to you as like a sweet innocent little kid who needs help and like your mom wanting to help it like that's inviting it so it's like cool now i can stay so i almost feel like it tried to present to you as a kid to get you to like let it in and you didn't so it just got more upset about that and then was like all right fuck it i'm gonna be like this creepy demon guy and then of course the buildup of i'm sure like everything that was going on but that was just like the idea that I was getting. Like, of course, it's going to present as a child. And like, there's no way that was a child after you described Right, that. Yeah.
1: And it wasn't like a, like a spirit, you know, like a friendly, like, oh, hey, I live here too. What's up? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, and it was kind of crazy because as you, as we went along, um, you know, my dad is a very, you know, macho, typical Mexican dad. I mean, I ain't afraid of shit, you know, whatever. Um well like the basement was like awful cuz it was like unfinished concrete whatever mm,
0: of course and you know
1: what a uh, <laughs> typical haunted but, like, basement laundry, right the laundry room was so weird because like you could always feel like that something was staring at you and it was the coldest spot in the whole house was just a laundry room
0: yeah. really
1: weird um well like and I was like paranoid of being down there I'm like dad I don't want to watch Drake and Josh downstairs. Like it's, it's scary. He goes like, mijo, what are you talking about? Go downstairs. You know, until like, I realized like he kind of avoids going down there. Uh-oh. Yeah. And then sure enough, um, it just happened. I was like, I remember I was drinking uh, a Capri Sun in the kitchen upstairs. And then I just hear this slamming and, You know, as a kid, how you know we would just kind of run upstairs, but like also using our hands. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That that feral crawl. (laughs) Yeah. Um, My dad, mind you, my dad's a big guy, you know, and he was full out running, hands and everything, up those stairs, and he and he yelped, and everything, and he just ran past me. I'm like, "What's going on?" He goes, and he just stopped and looked at me. He goes. We're never talking about this. I'm never going back down there and we're going to move on. And then for years, I'd bring it up. He goes, nope, nope. Until, uh, you know, these days he's like, I don't remember that.
2: Oh, God, damn it. I was about to say, I was like, please tell me he's told you what he saw or what happened.
1: No, Uh, I just know he never went down in the basement ever again.
0: uh,
2: Well, that was not confirmation. I don't know what is.
0: I also want to like because I think we do. We, we had somebody on who was from Michigan too, didn't like, uh, and was giving us a bunch of like stories. Oh, and yeah, stuff the cryptids. From Michigan. yeah, 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 yeah. And she was talking about how there's a lot of times up there, there's a lot of unfinished like basements, and there's just all around. There's always there's there can either be water or like some sort of rock or moisture something, moisture in
2: there. Or
0: quartz, yeah.
2: or limestone. I don't know. One it, of I want to
0: say something like that, but yeah. you know that that all that kind of uh stuff also kind of helps. You know, move or like those energies. They're like, like, like yeah.
2: yeah, it like magnifies. So, I mean,
0: but yeah. So like I was thinking that too because uh, that that came to mind. That person and this is like you probably already heard her because if you're already on forty something, I think it was around those unless it was further and i don't realize Yeah, but yeah so it it could very well be you know what was causing or holding some sort of energy or who knows who lived there before or what was there before right i
1: remember that episode i mean i think she talked about like the dog man and uh, a few other things
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah yeah. so that was kind of basically the gist of the breland house Mm -hmm. um and then uh, so,
0: what about your brother and your sister? Like, did they say, any, like, ha, what were their experiences? Or did they have any experiences there as well?
1: So, like, when that stuff was going on, I mean, at the oldest point, my brother's maybe, like, four. And my sister mm. was a year old. If oh, that. okay, okay. So, like, yeah, they don't really remember anything.
0: No staring off into the
1: corner or anything like that? <laughs> no, I mean, my brother just had ADHD, so he just broke yeah. everything. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, yeah, blame it on the on the ghost. Be like, that yeah. wasn't me. That yeah. was the ghost, the little boy ghost. Uh. Yeah. I I just wanted to ask real quick about um your mom because you said that she started to see him. Like, did she invite him more or have like further experiences other than just seeing him?
1: Okay, let me see how I can put this on do not disturb because he keeps calling. Me. It's actually my mom.
2: <laughs> oh, oh wow!
1: for <laughs> of all people, um, I am so she knows. sorry. She can uh, feel it.
2: And that'd be crazy. She's uh, like, My ears are burning. Are you guys talking about me?
1: Okay, well, I mean that that stuff happens between my mom and I. Like she'll literally be like, Hey, like, is everything okay? And I'm like, Maybe. <laughs> yeah, so later on when she actually opened up about it, she said that she was in such a dark spot that she just felt that kid needed her and like to the point that it would snuggle up in bed with her. Oh no. But, like, oh. she goes, like, it was always such a cold feeling. Um, And she goes, like, oh, my goodness. Like, I need to warm you up. Like, this poor kid. Like, she was so out of it. But then, like, as she started, like, getting better, like, she said that the kid started looking different.
0: She's and probably getting angry with her now because he couldn't feed off of her, like, negative feelings or that depression, depression that she yeah. had. Yeah
1: yeah and she like started praying around the house and carrying a bible and that like escalated it to like she started seeing it in like in the shadows like in the corners and whatnot and then out of nowhere we had a huge infestation of a bee of of, like a bee colony in one of the corners it stayed in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like they had to tear down the wall and everything and i mean maybe a coincidence but it was like yeah. one of the main corners it was in wow.
2: yeah coincidence hmm, i don't know too much of no. a coincidence to be a coincidence right
1: the bees are in on it
2: <laughs> at least they weren't flies like in exorcist that would no, that would have th- been that's awful. a different house <laughs> oh, oh shit, shit. <laughs> all right can't wait to hear about that
0: all <clears> right <throat> let's
1: let's move along let's on, continue then. <laughs> yeah all right All right. So then, you know, skip a few years later, um, I'm like in high school. So we're at the, what we call the Brinson house. Um, and at one point I just lived in one of the normal bedrooms. And, um, to this day, we don't know if it's a coincidence or whatnot. Um, but we had this huge painting of a Gibson guitar, really beautiful set in a wood, you know, frame. Um, and it just hung on the wall, and my bed was up against the wall, and whatever. And one morning, I was woken up by the loudest slam ever. And I just woke up, like sat up, and I was like, What was that? I couldn't hear anything. It was just a Saturday morning. And so I was going to go back to sleep. And I had the weirdest feeling. And I look up and I look at the painting, and I'm like, That's a heavy painting. It would suck if that fell on my head. I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to sleep on the other side of the bed. So I do that. And sure enough, like maybe 10, 15 minutes later, I hear the same sound and it fell right where my head was.
0: What? Wow. I got
2: full body chills again, like literally waves of it. I already knew where you're going with that. That's, do you think, okay. Do you think that was almost like a time slip? Like you caught something that was going to happen before it happened or like, a.
0: It's like a reverse Donnie
2: Darko, yeah, like a glitch in the matrix sort of thing. I don't know, like I don't know. That's crazy. I've never
1: right. It's like one of those parallel universes. Like, man, I just died somewhere. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. No, seriously. Like, I I, because I'm I'm. It's that's not even like a oh a guardian angel told me this or like you heard the sound you heard what was gonna happen and that's the weird part is like you heard what was gonna happen before it happened and then you reacted as if that had happened before like you know what you've i'm sure you've never thought about that painting falling before and then all of a sudden you hear that sound and you're like that painting you know i don't know that's where i'm yeah
1: i mean yeah and it's like not really like supernatural but it was just not normal i mean because like it was secured to the wall and everything and we couldn't figure it out so i don't know
0: but yeah It's definitely weird. It's like, it's like they, they say those, um, or I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but, um, where you're, you're like, you were mentioning, I've had, uh, instances where I'm like, man, like, what if I would have died at this point? Like, like when that happened, this thing happened with us in the boat, it's like, what would have happened if we would have gotten our, like gone under and gotten our legs chopped off or whatever, you know, what if in an alternate timeline, we actually died in that in that accident or like one time when I went off all crazy on the, on the highway spun out, like, what if I died that day? Like, and am I living another timeline where, you know, in another time I'm, I'm actually dead already or I've actually died a couple times. And this is like another timeline where I actually got to live and stuff. And like Michelle said, it just seems like it's crazy. Cause, and the reason I mentioned Donnie Darko is cause in the movie, like he, you know, wakes up one day walks out because he's starting to experience weird stuff and then uh, uh, a plane I think ends up going Engine. down or yeah something like that uh, comes down onto the house and then he's living the whole movie happens and then like the a, an actual turbine falls on his house and like kills him or something but it was like a t- that, that time it was like time it had to do with time travel and stuff like that it just it's crazy. Like, you heard that, and then you're just like, yeah, I'm going to put my head over here. And then yeah, 10, 15 minutes later, boom, again. It's, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it, it was freaky. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> did
0: I you move your bed from there afterwards? Yeah. Or, right. or
2: just got, not hang the painting?
1: I Yeah. I just put the painting on the floor, and I'm like, all right, it's a cool painting right there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Looks better on the floor than it did hanging above your head.
0: I might stub my toe, but at least I'll have my head. I right. Have- <laughs> Yeah, um, so yeah, I mean, so that
1: was like the least, you know, scary thing that happened there. So uh, eventually, pretty cool. <laughs> right. It was like more of a, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. You know, I survived. That's cool. Um, I so eventually, the future. <laughs> right. For 30 seconds.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> imagine that's the, that's like a superpower like, I can see into the future, but it's only five or 10 minutes. Not even right. see. I mean,
2: you just heard it. Yeah.
0: i I, I can hear the the future 10 minutes in advance
1: (laughs) so eventually i ended up moving into the basement again because they like gave that room to my brother and they're like all right well you can go in the basement and once again it's like somewhat unfinished it's better though than the other house
0: Mm -hmm. um wait so then you like your room was the basement in that other house
1: uh no, no in the oh. first in the first house i just had to do laundry and we had like oh, a common okay, area okay. yeah we house uh,
0: too no 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 i i know but i didn't because he said that he had to go back down into the basement i i didn't oh, know that's, if that's maybe right. he had to you know i figured yeah. it was like a living room type thing but then when he said that right now i was like oh shit like you actually had to be in the basement like permanently down there too like fuck that <laughs>
1: no no that was the second house
0: yeah. I think if my, <laughs> my parents ever told me at any point, like, you got to go down the basement, I can be like, you can go down into the basement.
2: That's kind of what happened. I right. ain't
0: going down there.
2: <laughs> With The downstairs. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: Right. I mean, just sleep on the couch, you know. Um, so I ended up moving down there. And like from the very get go, I got like weird vibes down there where it was like. I start like it didn't start at first, and but it was after a few weeks of living down there that I was like, I feel like something's staring at me, and it's the same feeling I had at the first house, but that was like six years ago. Mm. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm just being like weird. Mm -hmm. Um, but then, like, if you got like really quiet, I swear you could hear like the pitter patter of like bare feet on a concrete Mm
2: -hmm. floor. Mm. No.
1: And it would only happen when my back was turned to like, once again, I don't know what it is, but the laundry room area. Um, But like, it was kind of interesting because like you go down the stairs, you go to the left, there's a laundry room. But there's also like a little storage room under the stairs. Like it's an actual, it has like pots and pans and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, And I always hated that little room. I don't know, maybe like for the longest time, I'm like, oh, it's because it has spiders. I don't like that. Mm -hmm. um but as time went on and it was actually kind of interesting because i ended up like fracturing like my whole hand because of football Mm -hmm. and like they put me on some like heavy narcotics and when i was like kind of out of it like i was still there i felt so vulnerable down there like it it was it was odd it's like my walls were down
2: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and like I don't fully remember, but my mom said that I would just, I'd ball my eyes out and be like, don't leave me alone downstairs. It's there. It's there. And I'm like, what does that mean?
2: Yeah. Yikes. Yeah.
1: Um, but then, like, you know, once I was, like, back to sober-mindedness, like, I realized, like, you know, there's kind of a weird smell that happens every once in a while. I'm like, and it smells of, like, rotting meat. Uh But like the weird thing is like it would come and then it would leave. Mm -hmm. And it would get really cold at the same time. And I'm and I'm like, what the heck? And so like until we ended up moving out like a few years later, my mom's like, hey, I have to confess something to you. And I'm like, oh my God, what is it, mom? Did you invite another kid? She goes, No, not like that. She goes, and she took me to that little room under the stairs. And she goes, So your dad and I found this but we couldn't afford to move out at the time because we were renting and she goes over to a pan takes it down and part of the wall comes off oh god and behind that was a little (laughs) behind that was a fake wall and on it there was pentagrams and black wax melted It was like Uh, a little cubby inside with like little straw things and everything. And she
0: Like an altar, yeah.
1: And she goes like, yeah, we always just put Bibles all around. And she goes, you ever wonder why we store the Bibles down here? I'm like, oh, yeah. She goes, that's why. We've known since the day we moved in. I'm like, and you put me down here? Jesus Christ.
2: They're like, yeah, the Bibles will handle it. Yeah. Some books. That's hilarious. I mean, it's not hilarious that it happened. Sorry. <laughs> in hindsight, it's hilarious.
0: It was freaking that's scary. Out of a horror movie. Like, that's how a horror movie starts. Yeah.
1: Right. And yeah, then, exactly. You know, we, we ended up moving out, and I'm like, all right. I'm good just having norm- normality. I'm like, I'm a junior now in high school, and we live at what we call the Cora House. Um, I don't know why, but our life is kind of active, spiritually speaking. I didn't ask for it. It just kind of happened.
0: Uh, I must be in the blood, man. Yeah. Seriously.
1: Um, and so at the Cora House, I again lived in the basement. Um, and once again, there's this one corner of the basement that was just like kind of freaky. Don't understand why. Um, but like how my area, like my room was set up, it was more of a room. And it had two entrances without doors. And near the back of the room, there was a small entrance. But like if you stared down the hall, like I just know that I was like freaking out. Like I just felt paranoid. I'm like, I don't like this feeling. So I just took a bunch of totes and built up like a fake little wall of totes. And I'm like, All right. I can't see the entrance and I'm good. And I put like a privacy curtain at the other entrance. And then I felt safe in there. And I always kept my lights on and whatnot. And because I I always had that feeling that uh, something was staring at me. And I would hear the same pitter patter of bare feet on that on that floor. So I think
0: I think something latched on to
1: my family, to be
0: honest. I was going to say, dude, do you think whatever it was that was in that first house never really left you guys? Like, do you think it may have followed you throughout these different houses? Or at least I, if not the first house, maybe the second.
1: I honestly believe it did follow us because it we didn't really get into a lot of like spirituality, say, like burning sage and stuff until we got to this house. Um, because what ended up happening is like I was always freaking scared down there. I literally walked around with a little Bible and it's the only thing that would like comfort me. Yeah. And at this point I was dating who would you know be my wife later on. And literally as I was telling her about that basement, uh, just a few weeks ago, we were just talking about it and she goes, Oh my God, I never told you I hated your basement. Like she goes, oh, wow. I swear something like kept staring at me or I felt like someone was staring at me.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: right and like I remember one day my mom was just organizing stuff and she took all the totes down to that second entrance of mine Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize it until like I went to bed and then I woke up in a panic like I was sweating and I just felt like there was this heavy like pressure on me like something was sitting on me
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and it wasn't (laughs) and it it wasn't like sleep paralysis because like I sat up and I see it, all the totes are gone, and so there's this like hanging light bulb right above me, I'm, and I go to like grab it and like pull it, and maybe I just pull it too hard, but like it it turns on and then it shatters. It literally explodes all over me,
0: oh and my so god.
1: and then I hear the patter patter no. like a, a coming towards scream? me. Oh my Did fucking god! Like Did you
0: run? Like you should have ran up there. if Ugh. you didn't run up the stairs, man. You're like one of the people we talk about. Like why didn't you run? So
1: Uh, I ended up um, grabbing a tote and I just started throwing them down, like to block my entrance. Yeah. And like, I built up a little tower, mind you, I'm like stepping on all the glass and I'm like, you know, F it. Like, I don't even care that I'm bleeding all over. I built up my little, you know, (laughs) tower and I ran to the other side of the room and I turned on all the lights and everything. And I'm just like praying. And I'm like, (sighs) and my mom's like, keep it down i need to go to
2: work oh God. no
0: no wow. okay i'm gonna tell yeah. you your first mistake all right <laughs> <laughs> your, your first mistake was rebuilding the tote tower
2: wasted you time have just, man. yeah you, you should have just fucking
0: ran <laughs> well the thing is i would
1: have to go through that main area just yeah. to get out of the basement yeah. that's my problem i, I mean i would have died yeah. i would have died so hard yeah
2: that's what i'm saying i would have literally man. screamed like a child until my mom came down <laughs> and came through whatever that was first and then i would feel safe i you know absolutely right like
1: you know if Coral, she comes dude. after me with a chancla for waking her up at least i'm not alone like it's okay. worth
2: it yeah I get my yeah. ass
0: whooped then get attacked <laughs> by a fucking demon
2: dude. yeah seriously oh <clears throat> my gosh
1: That's- yeah so that that was rough um but then like my brother mind you he's older like i let's see i'm a junior so he probably I don't know. He's like eight or something, whatever, eight or ten. And he starts like we start noticing that he's like acting up and like he starts showing like symptoms of depression out of nowhere. And we're like, hey, like he good, man. Like what's going on? He goes like, I don't know, man. I just I always feel down and whatnot. And, you know, he's a little kid, so he can't really explain it. But we would notice that like if he was in his room, like a for whatever reason, his room was the coldest room in the whole house, but it was in the middle of the house. Didn't mm-hmm. make sense. Um, and he was always like crying, like he would just burst out crying in his room and whatnot. And but the second we got him out, he'd start feeling better. We're like, all mm. right, that's kind of weird, little suspect. Um, well, one day, I just I don't know what I was doing. I think I was cleaning something in there. Or look, no, I was looking for an Xbox controller that he stole. I ended up passing out on his bed and then I it was one most surreal moments that I it's like I was awake but not really it was like a nightmare but I was just I remember like I woke up to this dream of like falling down into a pit but like Mm. I felt mind you like I have gone through depression in life that was not depression that was like straight up like doom like Nothing's going to get better. Why do you even try? You just need to give up. You just need to end it. Actually, you should end it right now. Do it. Do it. Like it was so insidious. That's like the best way I can describe it. And I was just sobbing and sobbing. And I was like, it's true. It's not going to get better. I just need to just end it. It was insane. But then, and I I know one of you guys is probably going to pick it up, but I, in that little vision of sorts or whatever, I started seeing like this really like warm bluish light. And then I started hearing like this little chant. It was like, get up, get out of the room, get up, get out of the room. And that was all. And literally I woke up and I felt so heavy and I literally had to crawl out and mind you. And it was like, get up, get out of the room, get up, get out of the room. And I crawled out of there. and. I ended up getting super sick and I started feeling better emotionally. Yeah. But like for the next two weeks or so, I had like one of the worst fevers ever. Like I, nothing would make me better. Mm -hmm. So we ended up burning sage and whatnot and praying over that room. We brought in like a, a pastor or something. And after that, like the house was like lighter, like it legitimately wasn't as dark. And my brother was fine in his room again.
0: Yeah, well, I definitely know that feeling. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, like just the, that heaviness that you said, and then the the just feeling that relief afterwards and release of emotion.
1: Yeah, and it and it's kind of crazy because like I don't know how I feel about it, like because you know there's like angel lights and everything, mm-hmm. and I was reading up on how like blue lights like has to do I forgot what if it's Gabriel or not, but. Has to do with protection and like Michael. safety, yeah, Michael. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, man, that was such a specific color that I saw. And I just know that I just had to go to that light and I'd be okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, and I feel like as we've progressed, or maybe you might start hearing like in, in the podcast, like once we start talking about aliens and stuff, but no, like I don't know. I think that there's a our catholic foundation or whatever like i very much think that there are protective um i don't you know whatever you want to call them like uh not necessarily spirits as in they were people but higher beings right i mean whether you want to call them angels or whatever other people tend to call them like i'm gonna go with angel um i don't know it's like there's that knowing and it just feels the complete opposite of what you're feeling and it feels safe and it feels Right to go. Yeah, it feels good. It feels right to go towards that. Um But the the thing that kind of or, I you know, I'm wondering is like if like who lived there before, if there was somebody who may have been suicidal that was staying in your brother's room and had all those thoughts, if it was just like energy or maybe even the spirit of that person kind of like stuck there and just trying to bring anybody down with him to. To make him feel that way too, you know, or to make them feel that way also.
1: So the weird thing is, is that later on I found out it wasn't the people before us, but someone had lived at that house, and it they didn't actually commit it, but they were extremely suicidal. Oh, okay. So it yeah. was like that residual energy, just kind of stuck in that house.
2: Or I mean, maybe it, maybe it, it is something darker kind of thing yeah and i mean it maybe it affected you know that person the the two people before also and it's just yeah like i said just trying to get whoever it can and take them down um you know emotionally and stuff like that that's but i mean to have that confirmation or validation i guess too of like it wasn't just your brother it was other people that also live there for sure
1: right and by the way i appreciate you guys' podcast because like with all these stories, I'm like, okay, I'm not crazy.
2: Yeah, you know? no, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, absolutely not.
0: Yeah, because I mean, so go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, I mean, that's uh, we say this all the time, like, that's exactly why one of the reasons why we did this at, at first, it was just, uh you know, so we could talk about stuff and get these conversations because we had these com- kinds of conversations all the time and just, you know, never recorded them. Um, but then we decided, you know, we like to hear other people's stories and, you know, it's nice to be able to talk to people and, you know, say some crazy, some shit and stuff that sounds super crazy and then not have those people think, oh, you're a fucking nutbag, you know, because you're saying some crazy stuff. You know what I mean? You know, I, you, you, you can't say that you believe maybe hundred percent of everything. Right. But like you, you, there's something to it and you can't Discredit, or you can't say you didn't actually feel that, or you didn't see that. Like, you know what right you there. saw, you know yeah. what you felt. You know what I mean. So, I don't give a shit if people tell me that you know I'm crazy, or or uh, what I felt was this or that. It's like, no, I know what I saw, I know what I felt, and you're not going to tell me otherwise. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you also don't want to close yourself off. You want to try and explain things, also, and and you know try and debunk your own stuff. But at the end of the day. Again, you had your experience, you know what, what you experienced and that, that should be enough, you know, for you.
2: And I feel like it's different too. Like, okay, maybe doors slamming and this and that, like, all right, you could debunk it with like the wind when Uh, like with the little boy, like being able to see, see him, like it's the seeing and not it's, and it wasn't just you, it was your mom as well. Like once you start adding things of like, okay, no, I'm, I'm seeing these things and there's multiple people that are experiencing the same thing. That's like, how can you even more so like, how can you deny it and call it bullshit? Like that's yeah.
1: Yeah. And just to make sure you guys still doing good. Cause I have more stories.
2: Oh yes. Please oh, keep them coming. Good. Yes, uh, we're yeah. good. <laughs> okay.
0: Dude, we, we've recorded for two, three hours with people. Three so reasons, I mean, yeah.
2: Yeah. All
0: right. Well, we learned we our lesson. We won't, yeah, we won't do that, <laughs> either, but
1: yeah, a lot do that of, either. Yeah. That's love that's editing yeah. hours right there.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Yes.
1: Um. So okay. So yeah, that house. Oh goodness. So moving forward. So at that point of time, um, and I kind of told Eric this a little bit in the past, but like there is a point in time that I was heavily involved with a church in our community that, looking back now that I actually got to escape it, was it was a cult basically, mm. and it wasn't an ex- it was a fundamentalist church. Mm. Um. So. Basically, what happened is that we would go to these uh, mission trips and whatnot, and we'd go to Colombia in South America, and um, which that that was actually pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and because I was one of the bilingual people, and I was kind of being like groomed up to be one of like the preachers at that church, um, I'd be working on sermons and whatnot. So at, I was working on my little rinky-dink laptop that couldn't even connect to the internet. Um, but I could type so that's why I needed and I remember like it was just like I, it just felt powerful that sermon looking back it, it was probably awful but whatever Um, but I was in the living room you know my mom sister brother were all there and then like my screen started like freaking out on me and I was like oh that's weird and then it started going six 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 no. six like on a screen. And they, I'm like, hey, guys, and they all look at the screen. It's like 66666, 6, 6, 6, 6, hell, 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 hell. And then, like, you're going to burn. You're going to burn. Hell, there's no escape. Hell, hell, 66666. 6, 6, 6, and and was, this is in the same house? Yep. Wow. And, like, the screen was, like, freaking out. And, you know, I was like, okay, was it hacked? I'm like, no, that thing couldn't even connect to the freaking internet. Like, um. and then at one point, it flashed, like, a pentagram, and I was like, I don't even know. And I just, I literally, I I shut it off and I chucked the laptop and yeah, that kind of ruined it. Um, But like my siblings were like crying and screaming and I was freaking out. And so we just kind of prayed and whatnot. And we're like, Ooh, that's going to be interesting. Um, But building off of that, I eventually ended up going to Columbia with that sermon, you know, without all that nonsense on it. (laughs) You didn't read um, that out? <laughs> oh yeah, you're going <laughs> to burn. You're going to burn. Actually it, actually, it would have been a good sermon for them.
0: I was going to say, like, imagine you're just oh, like, okay, you're, you're, you're doing your sermon. You're like 6666. We're six, 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 you're burning. You're going to go to hell. Oh, and yeah. You're like, like, what the fuck is going oh on? Oh, my God.
2: Jeez.
1: Um, so, yeah, <laughs> in retrospect, actually, that would, um, that would have worked. Yeah. But, no, so we're in Colombia and... I think it was called Subachoke, whatever. It was a mountain village and it was a beautiful area and um we're we're like in legit jungle area. I mean it was a pretty like modernish town. Um absolutely wonderful. And we were um it was maybe like eleven, twelve at night, and we were at a local bakery and um all the power in the village goes out. Mind you like it's like the jungle. So like, I mean, the night sky is amazing because there's no light pollution, but then you can't see anything. And the owner, the bakery is like, Oh, it happened again. The town's generators are down. They're like, uh, just go home. And so, um, we started marching literally like holding uh, our hands on each other's shoulders in a straight line. Otherwise you would get lost because you can't oh. see your hand in front of you. Oh wow. Um, So we start basically walking back to the church that we were mostly like sleeping at, at that time. And it was interesting because like how the church was church slash home, it was across the street from the, like the center of the town, which was a little park.
0: I thought you were about to say the cemetery. I was like, fuck that.
1: (laughs) No, no, it was just a little, you know, kid park. And it was always filled with kids during the day and whatnot. Um, But during the days we were there, because we were there for a month, um I, as one of the interpreters, started picking up that like all the moms like come like dusk, would be like, all right, kids, like it's getting late. We need to leave the park. And I'm like, like, oh, is there like gang violence or whatever? Yeah. Or like, you know. And then I started talking to some some of the elders in that village, and they're like, Oh no, we just don't go into the park at night because of the spirits. La mala vivra, that's there. And I'm like, well, that's not fun. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, like, there's entities out there and we understand our boundaries and we don't go there.
0: Yeah. Hmm. And,
1: yeah, and they just said, yeah, they wander at night. And I was like, okay, that's really not specific, but okay. And, you um, know, just,
0: sorry, real quick. It's funny that you say that because when you were talking about, like, you all walking, you know, in the dark through the street, uh, shoulder and shoulder, like, in my head, I was just, like, picturing you all seeing just, like, shadows and stuff of, of things just running back and forth or, like, walking imagine. down the street and shit. Yeah. That was, like, my imagined moment.
1: Oh, heck no. I'm, I'm <laughs> glad it was so dark. I couldn't <laughs> oh, see oh that. Um, yeah. So we were, like, finally getting to the church and whatnot. And mind you, um, in that church, the there's a pastor and his family. And one of the kids, um, I'm just going to call him Juan because I honestly forgot his name. He was, like, maybe eight or seven and he developed like a really good friendship with one of our guys called Peyton let's say Mm. and he was and so sure enough we're walking into the church and then we hear Peyton in I mean sorry Juan in the park we can't see him because it's super dark but we hear him he goes like hey Peyton hey Peyton I want to show you something like Uh I want to show you something and we hear the swing swinging and we're like Juan, you can't be out there. Like it's late. You're gonna get hurt. He goes, like, no, like, Peyton, I really wanna show you something. Come out here. And then a little giggle, but it was like, it was Juan's giggle. So we're like, we're gonna tell your dad, like, you need to come back here. And he he just giggle and like, Peyton, Peyton, you really gotta come out here. And it was weird because it was like the same exact phrase.
2: Yeah. (sighs) are like
1: this stupid kid. And so we go inside the church up to where they're living on the second floor. And we're like, Hey, like pastor such and such, like your kids out in the yard. And he just like, looks out there and he looks at us and he doesn't say anything. He just grabs our sleeves and he brings us into the room. He came out of, he goes, um, Juan's been asleep with me for hours right here. And so we, Run outside, and then we still hear like the swing swinging, and then we hear one last giggle.
2: No, of course.
1: And we all like ran back inside and whatnot. And we're like telling the pastor, and he was like, Oh, yeah, it's one of the spirits. Like, that's why we set up the church here because something happened at that park. And ever since then, um, people get hurt or they disappear. You know, it just kind of happens. So we just pray around the park at night and i'm like no thank you no.
2: <laughs> yeah it's like from some like doppelganger shapeshifter trickster spirit there uh, i don't know i don't like it and so, and you said it was so dark that you couldn't see right you could just hear yeah, yeah.
1: once so. again hearing um
2: <laughs>
1: but like the weird thing is like that was my first introduction to the idea of doppelgangers and i was like you know what, I'm still calling bullcrap. That kid could have done it somehow. I don't know. Yeah. And then coming back from Columbia and whatever, I was still at that house with the laptop and everything. And um, I remember my mom, I would hear my mom call my name. And she's like, mijo, come here. Or, you know, whatever. And so I'd go and it would always be around the stairway or around the living, uh, the laundry room, I would hear her. And sometimes she'd be around and I'm like, hey, you called me? And she goes, Um, uh, I don't remember. Look, here, here's a broom, go sweep. You know, and like she'd always find me something to do. And I'm like, oh, of course. Um, and like this happened a few more times, and she was like, No, I didn't call you. And my mom's super forgetful. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But then the last time it happened, it was like, you know, she was calling me. She's like, Hey, Miko, come here, come here. And it was in the laundry room. So I'm like, Oh, okay, fine. And I go up to get out of bed, and then I stop. I'm like, I'm home alone.
0: Oh, Oh, Jesus. I'm like,
1: (laughs) I know for a fact I am home alone. Like, my mom is on the other side of the state. Like, I'm alone. And then I hear it one more time, and I'm like, all right. No, I'm just going to sit here in my room. And then I ended up passing out somehow, but –
2: no (laughs) well and yeah doppelganger like a mimic that i've heard plenty of stories of like yeah mimics where they you hear the person's voice and yeah this uh, very much like yours where it's like oh wait no that person's not here or uh, they're not home or i'm home alone or Mm that they go to whoever called them and they're like i didn't call you um but that's i have never experienced that and i hope that i never do (laughs)
1: It's not fun.
2: Yeah, no, I can't imagine.
1: <laughs> um, So, you know, continuing on with this damn house. Um, So later on, I think I was a senior at this point. Um, I got back from something. It was like really important for our relationship at the time. My girlfriend and I, not wife. I don't remember what happened, but it was like a really important night, whatever. And I drove back home. And mind you, it was like 12 at night. And I forgot to mention, um, we live one house away from a cemetery. Mm. Um, But, like, okay, so this is the weird thing. I thought I was scared of cemeteries until I lived next to it. And not I that just, bad, right? I always felt peace. I was like, yes, yes. It's, it's just, I mean, they're bodies. And if there's something there, it's, you know, it's nothing malignant. Like, oh, uh,
0: yeah, it's probably not evil.
1: Right. Not like in my basement. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: And, and then I've uh, talked to someone who's like, uh, like, yes, people's bodies are buried there, but that's not where a spirit is going to hang out if they're stuck here. Like, they're going to hang out at, like, a house that they were at or, like, wherever. I mean, not to say that there's absolutely no spirits at a, you know, cemetery, but it's not, like, chock full of spirits like people would assume. And then supposedly, typically, like, any negative thing that you feel for the most part is like a protective energy, uh, entity or like spirit or something that's more of a like for human people. In. Yeah. For human people, don't come here and disrespect. And if you do, then that's when you get those like bad vibes or like some things. But again, this is all just, I guess somebody, something a, a sensitive. Yeah. Told me is like her experience with uh, cemeteries. Okay. Yeah.
1: Right. So, I mean, like, I never got any bad vibes from the cemetery itself. And so I was driving back and it was like one in the morning or something. Um, I'll pass my curfew per norm. Um, and then like I parked my car and then I hear the, the deepest bark I've ever heard in my life. And then this huge ass, like dark gray dog comes out of like it comes in a direction from the graveyard and it like starts like circling my truck and like barking, but it was like, I don't know, I don't even want, ugh. I don't know. Hell it was found. just a, that's what I'm, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll get there, I'll get there. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm outside and it's like, it's trying to get to me. So I'm like, I'm freaking out. So I jump in the back of my pickup truck. But like, I realized real quickly like, hey, this is not a normal dog. Because first of all, like it slows down at one point and it's it literally gets like it gets in the path in front of my house's main door and me mm-hmm. and it's just like barking and barking and its eyes are like this like yellow fiery color and it's huge though like to the fact that it go- comes up to the truck and like it like stands up on its like hind legs to the point that it can get its front paws on the back of my pickup truck and its head can go into like leaning mm. into the actual pickup truck. And so I jump up on the, on the, the, the hub cap. I don't, I don't remember like the front part of the truck, the yeah, highest part.
2: Oh. oh
1: yeah. And of course I dented it. So that sucked. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so I'm up there and the dog's just like going in circles and barking and barking and barking and trying to get at me. And I'm just like, you know what? I have a mini Bible in my pocket right now and I pick it up and I just chuck it at the dog while praying out loud and it stops and it stares at the Bible and it stares at me and it just runs off into the graveyard. But the thing is it like disappeared. It's not like, and the thing is where it ran, there's a wall,
0: but it just mm. kind of, as you, disappeared. It, yeah.
2: Huh. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah, because the only dogs that I can think of that may resemble that dark grayish color and would be big enough to, like, get up in there like that because they're pretty big dogs would be, like, Irish... um,
2: Wolfhounds?
0: Wolfhounds, yeah. But I don't know what the dog looked like because those dogs usually are kind of shaggy. yeah
1: well that's was, the weird thing this one was like bone thin like it looked like yeah. yeah it looked like it didn't have any fur like you could see its bones it was weird
0: oh uh, yeah because mm. the 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 irish the irish wolfhounds are thin are on the thinner side uh but they're really shaggy like they yeah, have a lot of fur on them lots. yeah but they are like their coloring is usually kind of like a gray. Listen,
2: we've already come to the conclusion this was a, a hellhound. They have yeah. no,
0: no, no, green no. Breed no. type. I, uh, <clears throat> no, I know. <laughs> their I'm just saying. Breed is hellhound. Like, I know. That's I'm the kidding. only thing that I can uh, that I can think of a dog that fits that similar description because uh, the only other thing would be like a great dane, but like you can distinguish a great dane, and you know, I know you know it's what gonna let a great let
2: dane, a great dane like. run around. Great dane out. You know what I mean? No. Like. Those are expensive. I mean, I feel like even
0: like the Irish Wolf. I mean, Irish Wolfhounds too.
2: Same or Mastiff. Yeah. Anything like that.
0: Yeah. But uh, I mean, then it running into the cemetery and just disappearing like that is kind of suspicious.
1: Yeah. And I'm just Uh, like, you know, I'm okay if it was just a random dog. That was still scary as hell. But fuck yeah, dude. Um, Especially uh, if it's barking at you like that. I don't want to get bit. I'm like this. This dog smokes like six
2: packs a day. Like. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> I, I can uh, totally hear that yeah
0: the, um, well because i mean I, like i've had that happen but here in the in the house i think i've talked about it but like i was sitting on that sofa when i was younger and all of a sudden i just feel like everything kind of like vibrating or like i don't know if it, or, i don't know if it, i was feeling the vibration vibration in my head but i my vision kind of just gets vibratey or whatever and then i just hear like this like dog growling and i was like what the and then I got up out of the sofa and i was like, uh, what the hell was that? And we had dogs at the time, but they were all outside dogs.
1: Oh, yeah, I so, remember hearing that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. It was. Yeah. It's not fun, dude. So yeah. then actually seeing the dog in those eyes and then it trying to get you even when you're on the hood of the car or the truck. Yeah. I would have yeah. probably thrown the Bible at it, too.
1: Yeah, no, no, thank you. I mean, and like, so that was like it with that house. And then there was one last thing that happened at the last house I lived at with my parents. Um, where like, I remember like Jamie, well, my wife and I were like, once again, late at night, sitting in our living room of the Berkshire house. And we were just kind of talking about faith and whatnot and like what is out there, like, you know, demons and whatnot and at one point like we just hear this huge slam on the window right next to us and it sounded like um like a hand like bare skin of a hand slapping the window but like it rattles all the windows in that room mm. wow and we're like it could have been like kids like you know messing with us or something but we're like wait no that was like we looked and there was nothing there like that was instant there's a whole front lawn we would have seen someone running. Yeah. Um, and then we used to have this old dog, Bosco. He's a he was a Jack Russell Terrier. He was like 19. Like he just <laughs> he was just there. He like barely knew he was alive. He was a good boy.
0: He, got he was up. no longer a Jack Russell Terrier. No, nah, he, he's hyperactive. A, yeah. So mm-hmm.
1: he's just like he's a grum, you know, old man. He doesn't get up for anything and he ran into the room. Which was weird because he's like, you know, has arthritis and everything. He ran in there. But he was like full alert, you know, like how dogs get. Mm -hmm. And it started doing something we've never seen. And he never did it again after it. But he started going in circles, sniffing at the entrances of that room. And then he started pawing at my parents' room until they woke up. They opened the door and he went into their room and kept going in circles around their room. And then it wow. left, and it did that literally room by room, bathroom by bathroom in that whole house, including the basement, and then it sat in it like it would like randomly like do a little growl slash whine once in a while by the window in the front, and then it would just keep looking back at us, and you know, and we're like, like "You
2: don't see that thing like <laughs> seriously,
1: and we're like he lost it, like that's it, this dog finally lost it, and like <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's fucking senile. <laughs>
1: But, like, and he kept doing it. Like, it was over an hour of him doing this over and over again. And we, like, they had to give him, like, an anti-anxiety medicine. But we're, like, that was, like, freaking weird. And I don't know. It just never that's, sat right with me because I had, yeah. like, a crap ton of sleep paralysis after that night for, like, weeks.
2: That That's, I mean, like, obviously. Stupid bird. kind bat. of know. Oh. <laughs> um. Obviously, like no, oh yeah, like something hit the, the window. Like, have heard of? Sorry, my brain. We have heard of dogs or animals like being sensitive, sensitive to the spirits. The I guess, yeah, the paranormal and being able to like sensing things. But I don't think I've heard a story like this where, like, like I wonder what he was doing. You know what I mean? Was was it like that he was looking for something or like did was this? spirit or whatever kind of like going Moving. from room to room and he was just following it but I don't know yeah that's super interesting I, I wonder yeah what right. he was and,
1: thinking and it was weird because like it's like it would look up every once in a while and that's how it would decide what room it would go into it was like it was yeah. legitimately following yeah. someone with a treat it was kind of weird yeah so unless you know some ghost got lost and ended up in a wrong house and dogs like hey let me help you out bro you know
2: yeah because i mean me thinking dogs are like superheroes i was like what if like he was going around in a circle because he was just like cleansing the space and he's like all right we're good here and like went to your parents room like all right we're good here (laughs) but no i mean like you said or you said initially i was like okay maybe he's following something um but i don't like it either way
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's one of the, it's like, ah, you know, that could have been anything. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it was just weird with the context of everything that we were talking about, but, um, but yeah, no. So like just in life, we've experienced a lot of weird things like, okay, actually I'm, I want to, I've been dying to ask you guys, is there anything like spiritually important about mirrors?
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Oh my God. Okay. Okay. So, I don't know where this happened and maybe I blocked it out and I'm cool with that. Um, but my mom has always been weird about mirrors to the point yeah. that she goes like she never liked them in bedrooms and she'd always yeah. like cover them up.
2: Yeah.
0: I think it's also like a, a really, a very, very heavily like a Mexican thing um, because I've, I also had a patient who did the same thing. Like he, he had a mirror in front of his bed in the uh, nursing home and he always had to have the, the AIDS and stuff like that cover his uh, room with like a blank or his mirror with a blanket. Cause he didn't want that mirror like in front of him like that.
1: Yeah. And it's weird. Cause like, I'm okay with it like in the, in a bathroom or whatever. Um, but like, no, something about a a mirror being in the wrong spot has always like,
2: yeah.
1: I feel like something's staring at me and I'm, I don't, I don't know why I'm like, I don't know. <laughs>
2: No, there, um, there's def like you should never have a mirror facing your bed. Like that is feng shui one hundred and one. Do not have a mirror, f- uh, yeah, facing you. But supposedly mer- mirrors are like portals. Um, but yeah, depending on like where you have it in a room, or like I said, if it's facing you, like while you sleep, like that's never good. Um, and then even the worst thing that you could possibly do is have two mirrors Mom. facing each other. Yeah, is have two mirrors facing each other because that's literally just like creates a freaking vortex portal of just spirit energy that can come through and stuff.
0: Yeah, I don't know if our mom's is, has listened to uh, the the episode or wherever we, we've talked about that, but she has a, a an affinity for putting mirrors in front of mirrors.
2: Yeah, so
1: now that just that. sounds like a bad idea,
2: <laughs> right? Yeah. But no, and it's and it's funny that you bring up mirrors because I we like this last episode that we just recorded. Uh, my I, I, one of our other cousins was telling me about this mirror that just one mirror in her house that keeps calling to her, but only at night. And she's like, during the day, I can walk past it, like it's fine, whatever. But if in the middle of the night, like I have to use the restroom, uh, she's like, I it almost feels like it's calling me, Michelle. Like I want to look, but I know that if I look, I'm not gonna Ooh. like what I see, kind of thing and uh, i was like so look and she's like hell no like and, and she she can walk into the bathroom with no lights and like she's fine but the moment that she goes to like wash her hands she's like i have to turn on my phone and put the light kind of like facing the the mirror so that it like shines and like blocks out anything any sort of reflection i was like smart um but yeah i mean it's uh, mirrors I, I think for sure and you'll, I'm sure you'll hear my story <laughs> much later in, in the episodes of having to do with the mirror, but, um, for sure mirrors are like, you gotta be careful with those sometimes.
1: All right. That makes me feel better. Cause like I was telling my wife, like, Hey, I don't like mirrors in the bedroom. And she's like, it's just a mirror. I'm like, no, there's something there. I don't know what it is, but there's something there. My mom, she must've like put it in me like same thing with porcelain dolls I can't do cuts. I can't do them um (laughs) so I'm just I don't know man
2: (laughs) yeah like we we have a mirror in our bed too but it's it faces like the opposite way and is on like my boyfriend's side and I feel like anytime I'm feeling anything like oh it feels like someone's in the room for the most part it's always on his side. And now that we're talking about mirrors, I'm like, is it because it's the mirror or is it because whatever it is, is actually on his side? Or did it come through the mirror because it's a mirror and it's a portal and I don't know what, but yeah, now I'm like, okay, maybe I don't want, or at least one of those, no, see, I was going to say at least the mirror that hangs here in the closet. But then I was like, no, because then I'm going to record and be talking about ghosts all day. And then like this mirror is just going <laughs> to absorb all these become a portal, stories. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. And become become a portal.
1: Right. But, like your yeah. reflection is going to blink at you when you no, don't. Shut up. Like, That's what I'm expecting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no,
2: <laughs> I don't want that. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, and speaking of muñecas or the porcelain dolls, um, the one that I took to you, Michelle, that was in the garage. Do you remember who gave, gifted you that?
2: It was one of the tias, one of dad's tias. I
0: um, want to say it was Tia Carmen. That's, I was going to say his that. grandmother. Oh,
2: okay. I was going to say that. I, I almost yeah. feel like it was, I'm like almost positive. Uh, that's uh, the only tia that like. Uh, comes it, to your mind. Yeah. To when, when thinking about who gave it to
0: me. Yeah. yeah. I, we would have yeah. to ask mom, but I think I want to say she's also said Tia Carmen.
2: She gave it to me. And the moment since I, I got it, I shoved it in my closet and like put it behind all my clothes, like facing the wall. Cause I hate them too. <laughs> Um, and then when I moved out, Eric kind of like took over my room and was like cleaning out the closet and stuff and I guess found it. And then one of these last times that he came up to visit me, he's like, oh, I got something for you. And he brought me the freaking doll. And I was like, dude, I don't want this. So it's sitting in my garage right now. And, and last time I told him and he's like, are you sure it's still in there? And I was like, shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> I'm always but, waiting for the day that she comes like on here and tells me, dude, I found it sitting next to my bed. No,
2: dude, stop.
1: Right. It's gonna, <laughs> like it had a crayon on his hand and it drew on the uh, wall.
2: No. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have like a little creepy nun doll, but like I picked her. And like I purposely got her because she looks kind of creepy. But then I was like, "But she has a rosary and she's a nun, so she can't be haunted, right?" Because
0: but you've she, never seen the movie, the nun.
2: Well, I've seen it, but I don't know. Anyway, she doesn't, creep me, coming she doesn't soon. creep me out like some of these other porcelain dolls do. But yeah.
0: She she was the she was the cover fo- cover photo for one of the
2: one of the episodes. Yeah,
0: episodes. Right. I don't remember yeah. which one, but yeah.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. honestly, that's, like, all my main stories. I mean, there's endlessly paralysis moments, but, I mean, it's not much to them. I mean, yeah. they just suck. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. Pretty much. No, I mean, those those were were all great. Like, I swear, some of them, like, the suspense of some of them, just, like, oh, God. Like, and then, like, I, I know Eric and I were both, like here a few times and the full body chills those are my favorite kind of episodes and and stories to listen to so thank you for having an outline and just being prepared to like bust them all out and being patient with us as we added our commentary of like why didn't you run um but oh no yeah (laughs)
1: absolutely I will say I hated writing this outline because it was like it was last night it was like two three in the morning you know that magical hour yes yeah I was writing it and like I heard something fall in the kitchen. I'm like, oh hell no! Like this is <laughs> a good house. Um, no, it was my Telling sandwich you. that I left oh, in okay, there.
2: Okay. It wasn't your computer Somebody didn't start going 6666.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, it was like you know ham, turkey, bologna. You know, like
2: <laughs> imagine <laughs> you left your sandwich. I'm eating it.
0: Uh, also, guys, fun fact: uh, those of you who have listened and are 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 caught up. And uh, you've listened to the episodes with Martin. Um, uh, he's actually, uh, Manny is actually Martin's cousin. Yeah. They're cousins. So
2: just bring the whole family on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll say. And and we've told some, there's some of the stories of high strangeness that we've told are his aunt's stories. Yeah. So his, uh, his tia Luz de Carmen. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
2: Like I said, like keeping I said, it in the family. <laughs>
0: yeah, keep it in the family.
2: <laughs> or and then yes, like you said, that it must run in the blood.
0: Yeah, no, for sure, dude. Because I know we've had our fair share of stuff happen, and Grandma and and Dad and Theo have all had experiences at that house that they lived at forever, and Theo still lives in. And uh, I'm I, I, like I said, I'm fairly certain other family members have told me something. Some of them are. Atheists, so they don't believe in that stuff now. But before, they used to talk about things that they saw and felt, and you know. So, I'll just I'll just leave it at that.
2: But yeah, I mean, so we we kind of mentioned it at the beginning of the episode, but you mentioned that you're going to be starting a podcast, or have started, or are in the process of. Uh- yeah.
1: Um, so thank you for that. So basically, I am starting a podcast. Um, I'm going to be uploading what I call episode zero, which is just my introduction and my story. Um, And it's called the, it's called I am not. And basically it's a podcast about just abusive relationships and how people have been able to, you know, grow through that trauma, but escape it and heal and pursue joy. And for me specifically came from a religious trauma point of view, just because like I was part of a fundamentalist church that had very extremist views and very hateful views. And I basically ended up becoming part of the upper, like, or like the inner circle at that church with the main pastor and everything. And I just, I got to see some really messed up stuff. And, you know, years later, now that I've been able to get out of that community, I've just started to see how much damage, you know, uh, institutions like that, or even just abusive relationships can do. And I want to create a safe space where we can empower people and share stories that honestly would never be shared like in a in a podium or a, a sermon or anywhere because it's taboo to talk about abusive relationships. And I'm just creating this podcast to kind of like shine a light that, hey, you can be in those situations, but you can get out and it's going to be OK and you can heal and you deserve um, a chance at peace and joy in life. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, you know, not exactly in the same area as you guys. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, but
0: but that's, It's definitely something that I would probably be interested in listening to. Yeah. I don't know, like, what your situation is or, or how your faith is still or if you still, you know, and, and you don't have to share that if you don't want to. But that's just like how I feel about the Catholic Church. And, you know, and so, yeah uh i don't i don't hate anybody who believes in in or who i, I just if you want to if you want to practice religion practice religion it personally doesn't affect me or it shouldn't affect me i don't care uh you know it's just when yeah it's it's when people start it. using their religion to push on yeah they push it on to people or they use it to like restrict people living their lives and being happy is when i feel like i have an issue with religion
1: Oh yeah, absolutely, and um, no, I don't mind. Just a you know quick overview. I mean, I, I'm Christian, um, you know, just a different branch of you know Catholicism and all that stuff. And technically, I'd be considered a deconstructing Christian, where it's like I'm just kind of tearing apart what I grew up in, and kind of forming something new, mm-hmm. and. It's kind of great because like with all the experience of new people and new faiths I've been able to experience it's just like being able to I don't know choose the life I'm going to live by my terms not by you know religion or well like hateful um ideologies Ideology. yeah yeah and so it's just kind of a journey I mean there is no you know, I'm, I can't say one way or another, oh, I definitely believe this or I definitely believe that. I mean, I believe, yeah, there is, you know, a monotheistic God. That's what I believe in. Um But I'm just kind of figuring it out. And at the heart of it, it's just about loving and empowering people. And that's not what I came from. So it's like, a, you know, super revolutionary yeah. idea for me, at least, you know, from what I grew up with.
2: No, I mean, and that's. That's awesome and definitely something that I would love to hear about. I I and I don't know how similar or what this is, but um, was watching the documentary of like the Duggars, like the eighteen kids accounting people. Yeah. Um, and so I was expecting to hear about their family. But when they would get into the, their, I guess, religion or cults really is what it was. And then like hearing from the survivors who came from that and like what they experienced and how they got out of it. Like, honestly, that became my favorite part of like, I thought I was going in for like a true crime, but like hearing what they went through and how they overcame it, like that was super powerful. So I feel like your podcast is going to be, you know, something similar. Um yeah. And I would love to hear like, yeah, what you went through, like what you discovered, like because I'm sure like it's I'm sure devastating to realize like I followed this and it's not what it was meant to be or what what I thought it was kind of thing and like I, yeah so it's gonna be very intriguing for me it's definitely something I want to listen to and I would it would be super awesome if you could end up having like guests on to that share their experiences with with things um, or cult like <laughs> religions I guess and followings
1: Right. And and that's why I'm kind of opening it up where it's like, it's not just religious trauma, although, you know, that will be the focus of some episodes. But I mean, literally, it could be a bad marriage, a bad friendship, you know, and it's just like, you see a lot of the same trends everywhere when there's abuse involved. And it's just about shedding a light on it, educating people and letting them understand like, hey, you're not in a healthy relationship. Like, yeah. you shouldn't be doubting your own you know like decisions because you're not capable or whatever and like you said that documentary about the Duggars like i'm not going to lie it was really freaky watching it because some of the ideologies and even some of the same pictures they brought up i was like hey we had similar oh. manuals at my church
0: yeah um, and i'm like Ooh, yeah. <laughs> okay
1: um so yeah it'll be exciting um it'll be a challenge just because like this church is very influential in my area uh, to the point that I cannot discuss it where I work um, yeah uh-huh. but Damn. But over time we'll figure it out we'll expose it and at least just let people know like hey there is hope you can create that for yourself
2: yeah well I mean and I think you're helping helping with that you know giving people like a, a space, you know, to, to talk about it and also saying like, hey, you're not the only one. Like, this is my story. This is what I experienced. And, you know, yeah, you're not alone because I'm sure that that's part of the problem or, or people thinking that they can't talk about it. So having someone who's going to take that first step for them, I'm sure, you know, can, can definitely help a lot of people to start sure. healing and stuff.
1: And I, I really do appreciate you guys' time. Um, this has been a great experience. Hopefully, I'll have some good dreams. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I got to go save my wife from yes, my absolutely. kids. Um, they're <laughs> driving her insane.
0: Yeah. Yep. Oh, and thank you for coming on. Uh, you know, thank you for reaching out. And like I said, I uh, I'm excited for you to do this for you for you to do your podcast. Uh, definitely, I'm definitely gonna check it out.
1: Absolutely, thank you guys.
2: Cool. All right. Have a good night. Thank
0: you. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that was Manny. Ernesto Manny
2: <laughs>
0: Manny uh family cousin of Martin it's always cool to like you know be able to talk more with with family members you don't get to uh, get a chance to uh you know talk to a lot or you know hang out and and it's always good to have that kind of connection even though you've never really had like a lot of conversation with them too so yeah.
2: Well, I mean, and I feel like this just goes back to, like, this is why we love the paranormal, because it, like, doesn't matter who you are. Like, you don't even have to know each other. There's something that you, that's something you can connect with everyone. Not I guess not everyone, but a lot of the time people have stories or experiences. And, like, he also said today, too, like not feeling crazy anymore like he could share that and be like oh no yeah totally like we've heard that's happened before we've had something similar happen or it's like okay so like i'm not crazy like that validation stuff it's important
0: yeah no for sure uh and yeah i mean his stories were were they were crazy man i yeah. like he told me he had some stuff and then he he, he he asked me um before he was like uh should i send you guys my outline i was like do not do that
2: yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, it would be good to like have an idea of what's kind of happened, you know, just so we can like kind of map it out. But at the same time, that defeats the whole purpose of the, like how we like to do the show. So yeah, or, like yeah. the, the episodes. So I was like, no, no, no. Keep it to yourself. You know, just tell us that day. So it's a surprise. And like, we love to be in the moment hearing these things and get genuine Reacts, reactions yeah. from us. Yeah. Because if you send us the outline, we're going to have an idea of what's coming and you know, we're just going to be anticipating it and it's going to be a different kind <laughs> of feel. So just, you know, yeah. having us at, on the edge of our seat is, I feel a, a lot better for, you know, for this kind of content. And yeah, stuff,
2: so. there, And there's definitely times where like, I am sad that this isn't a, a like a video podcast because like, I feel like our re- body language and facial reactions, like say more than we are obviously actually saying, or well, we're not saying anything into the microphone, but like the one part where... Or, I don't even remember what part it was, but like literally you're like this, like with your hand to your forehead, like what the fuck? Yeah. And I was like my hand over my mouth, like what the fuck? <laughs> um, and then, you know, just listening how it all played. And I love how like you went into like horror movie mode and you're like, and then he's like, and then I went to reach for the light and you're like, and then it pops. <laughs> it's like calm yeah. down. <laughs> 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 but I mean, that's, that's but, but those are just like genuine, you know, reactions and why we like to, to kind of be surprised right because it's just like this this is a perfect example of the whole like yeah just a bunch of friends like sitting in a room just like exchanging stories like this is exactly the feel that i wanted for the podcast and i'm happy that we get to do that
0: yeah and i and i feel like he was he's genuinely a good storyteller like you know it just felt really natural and and like he he I, I don't know. I felt like he knew when to like kind of pause and like build it up. And, and yeah. I don't know if he was doing it intentionally or if it was just a natural thing. But I mean, I feel like he he nailed the, the delivery of all the stories and stuff like that, mm-hmm. except for when we would interrupt to ask questions. But, you know, I just felt like there's certain points where I, I had to ask something to, you know, just to know because I needed to know, you know, before he continued. Well, but I mean, I, and I, it like, was I felt like he, he was
2: a good storyteller.
0: Yeah, no, and and like and the other thing too is I, I'm kind of excited to listen to what his podcast is going to be and you know what he's going to do with that and stuff, you know.
2: No, I think that uh, you would probably really appreciate that that Duggars documentary that I that I mentioned. Um, mm. I mean, yeah, as much as you as well, I guess we right, but like dislike organized religion. This is just gonna. This it infuriated me towards the end, realizing yeah some of these things that I was just like yeah
0: definitely you, you should text watch it me yeah definitely text me the the title the name of the documentary and where I can watch it if you would yeah, like to contact us check out our website at webelievedu.com. on the website there's a tab where you can find all our social media so make sure you go like follow and share on Facebook or Instagram there's also a listen tab where you can listen to the show directly on our website or click the link to your your favorite podcast listening site, such as Spotify and Apple Podcast. You can also give us a five-star rating on Apple, which helps us move up the ranks so more people can find us. And if you leave a review, we'll read it here on the show. If you want any of our merch, feel free to check out our merch tab where you can find a variety of designs on t-shirts, caps, and hoodies designed by Michelle herself. There's also a donate button if you really want to help us out. And finally, if you want to reach us besides DMing us on social media, you can click on our contact us tab where you can write in telling us that you want to be interviewed. We can keep you anonymous and only share the information that you want. You can also send in your stories for our Stories of High Strangeness, and if you send them in in Spanish, we'll translate them for you as well. So don't be shy, guys. Share your stories with us because we believe.
2: Do you?